Alright, good morning. Um, I haven't done one of these in a little bit, but I'm waiting currently on my oatmeal to cool off and for my coffee to cool off as well. Yes, I'm a coffee drinker. Um, don't drink caffeine, caffeinated coffee. I drink decaf. Um, I was going to try to like do that thing. Like, you know how they like make fun of people who have like these long lists of what they want in their coffee. I was going to try to do that, but I really don't know any like coffee terms to actually like make a joke of it. So anywho, um, but yeah, I just wanted to like just talk about some of the ideas that have been coming to my mind recently and just something that was laid on my heart today. So first of all, uh, first giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you have to stand up and you have to do your jacket like, well, you can't see what I'm doing, but one day me and Kamari will probably make a video that we'll link in this specific podcast, I hope I remember this, but we'll link it in this specific podcast and we'll make sure that everyone who listens to this podcast can see the physical action that we're doing when we're talking about first giving honor. I think we actually explained it in another podcast. I couldn't tell you which one it is, but it's probably one of them that we actually explained like what that whole phrasing means and where it comes from and everything like that. Like we dissected it, but I'm not going to dissect it now because it's, it's so much more fun to dissect it when Kamari's with me, because, like, the way we just dive into it is too fun, but, yeah, first giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, the head of my life, (laughs) um, but, yeah, um, first we'll just go ahead and start out in prayer, and then we'll jump right into, like, just everything that I want to talk about, so, dear Lord, thank you for bringing us here today, and just allowing us to see another beautiful day that you have made, God, we thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, in rising up the sun, Lord, we thank you for just another opportunity to be alive, God, to breathe in this moment, Lord, to be able to get up today, Lord, and to do all that we needed to do, God, uh, to have the ability to listen uh, to this podcast, God, to be able to talk today, God, just so many different things that we can thank you for, Lord, the blessings, the little things that we often overlook, God, um, we're just so thankful for, Lord, and we just pray that you uh, continue to allow the Holy Spirit to just speak through me, God, so that I can just uh, let out all of the ideas and the things that you're teaching me so that I can just have the opportunity to record my thoughts and have it to look back on and just help other people as well. Amen. Um, but yeah, so let's get started. First of all, I want to talk about this idea of being a student. Um, I feel like a lot of times in this world, all of us want to, okay, let me just start with an example, and then I will break down the example and apply it to what I'm trying to say. So essentially, I've been trying to learn how to skateboard, right? And there's been this fear of not wanting to skateboard because around campus, because I don't want to fall in front of other people and I don't want to mess up in front of other people. And I feel like a lot of the times we think that we're on this spotlight and we think that we can't mess up, that we can't make mistakes. And that if we do make mistakes or we do mess up, people will immediately reject us, people will immediately judge us and that type of stuff. And I feel like that stems from um, so many like different um just pressures that we've been placing on ourselves and society. I I don't know where, I don't really know how to explain it, right? But let me just read what I wrote down and then we'll try to run off of that. So one of the first things that I wrote down was 
basically that um, in this world, we all want to be performers. We never really let people see the real side of us, the side of us that makes us that makes mistakes, that has flaws and messes up. And every time we try something, we expect to be perfect at it because we're not allowed to make mistakes. Why is that so? And I was trying to sit in that moment and really ponder, like, why do we get so afraid of making mistakes and messing up? And also, why is it such a bad thing for us to ask for help when we do fail or when we do need help? I feel like it's such a taboo um, thing to to fail in an aspect or to ask for help. It's a sign of weakness, according to society. And why is that so? And then um, I said, why are we so afraid of messing up in front of others? And then I just listed a couple of things that I think might be the reason why we're so afraid of messing up in front of others. Um, Things such as judgment, such as unrealistic expectations for ourselves, fear of rejection. Um, But the thing is, don't we all mess up? So it's like, why do we get so afraid of messing up in front of other people if we all do it? Um, why are we afraid to show it? Why are we afraid to show our flaws? And I said, um, I, I think in a sense it comes from being um, disconnected because all of us have this guard, up, right? All of us have this wall, essentially, where we want everyone to look at this wall and see um, and just see perfection. We want them to see um, this side of us that is um perfect and doesn't make any flaws doesn't have any mistakes um when really everything behind that wall is flawed and is making mistakes but we don't want people to see that we put up these guards and we don't want to get vulnerable in front of people because we're afraid of what they might say we're afraid of their judgment and I remember I don't know exactly the scripture but there was a scripture that said something about how we it's like fear of man is not I forgot how it went but it's something along those lines of like we shouldn't fear men we should fear God only and I think this fear of man and their perception of us and what they think of us and how they're going to react to us um is something that's a motivating factor that drives us to um put up these walls so that we look perfect so that we look like we have it all together Um, instead of being able to be vulnerable and instead of being able to say, listen, I made mistakes, I still make mistakes, I'm currently making mistakes and letting people know that. I feel like it it comes from a place of wanting to be perfect, which which is the next thing that I wrote down, which I said, I guess the desire to be perfect and to have uh, no one see your flaws comes from wanting to essentially be like kind of like the renaissance man or the renaissance woman essentially like I I always relate this but back in the day there was this thing called like the renaissance man and the renaissance woman and essentially that was like during the renaissance period and they were like you know like the renaissance man he's a painter he's an architect he can see he can compose music and like they just had so many different things that was considered a renaissance man and essentially this was like the perfect man like the highest achieving part of society and it's like nobody has time to do all of that who has the time who has the energy to do all of that um and I know this is making no sense right now I'm hoping that eventually I will get to a point where like all of this comes together and like makes sense but 
basically like what I'm trying to get at is that we all want to be performers. We feel like everything we do is a performance and we can't mess up. We always feel like the spotlight is on us. And a sense that comes from selfishness because we always feel like the spotlight is on us and we can't make any mistakes because this is our one shot. You know what I mean? And to say that is coming from essentially a place of selfishness because we think the spotlight is on us. The spotlight is not on you, honey boo boo child. The spotlight is not on me. The spotlight is on Jesus. And we over here thinking that we have the spotlight and that this is our time to shine, essentially. We're afraid of um, making those mistakes in the spotlight because they were going to be like booed off the stage or something like that. When in all reality, no one is really paying attention to us because they're too busy paying attention to themselves. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of times I want to go out and I want to do something, but then I'm afraid of what other people are going to think. But to be honest, all of the people there don't really care. And if they do see me mess up and they do um, make judgments, it's only for that period because within the next moment, Something else is going to happen that's going to steal their attention or distract them. And so why would I limit that? And that's one thing that I'm like learning about myself is like a lot of times I limit myself and I limit what I do because I'm afraid of what other people are going to think of me. And it's like I just I admire my sister, Andrea, who really I learn a lot from because she's one of those people where she does not care. what other people think about her and she's the type of person where like if she wants to do something she's not gonna let her what she thinks other people are gonna think of her she doesn't let that stop her she doesn't let anything stop her she's content and confident in being who she is and I that's one thing that I really 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 love about my sister is just she constantly inspires me to be myself and she constantly reminds me that I don't have to conform to this, um, to like this one mold, you know what I mean? Um, like my sister, this is one thing about her. If she wants to sing, she is going to sing. So she'll be doing the dishes and she will have her headphones in and she will be jamming. And it's like, she does not care who is in the room. She don't care if you're watching TV. She don't care if you are doing homework. She is going to sing her heart out. And it's going to be loud. It's not going to be quiet. It's not going to be kind of humming underneath your breath. No, it's going to be full blown like she is singing. And that's because she enjoys doing that. And so I feel like I want to take that same, like that same sentiment to everything that I do. If I want to do it, let me, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? And not think about what other people are thinking of. Because honestly, most of the time, other people aren't really thinking of us. They don't really think about what are we doing and and they're not really focused on um our mistakes and so I I applied that to today because today was my first time actually skateboarding on campus like around like to get to a place and I was like kind of really nervous at first because I didn't want to do it but then I realized after my conversation with my mom and my dad today which I'll talk about later um I realized like why am I so afraid to do something that I want to do like if I really want to do it why would I let that stop me you know what I mean so I just went ahead and did it and yeah I fell off 
multiple times more than one more than I would say I fell off just about every every minute I was falling off of a skateboard but it's just a learning experience and you live and you learn and you keep trying new things and you figure out what works for you and what doesn't and I mean I think because it takes a lot of mental energy for me right now to skateboard so I think I'm done for today right now or at least for right now but um yeah like why would I let it stop me if it's something that I want to do um and I'm just like kind of like just questioning like just that's a question that I really want to sit on and I encourage you guys to sit on it too whoever's listening um just like to consider and to think about like why what is it that we want to do and why are we not doing it and a lot of the times the reason why we're not doing it is because we're afraid of what other people will think why would we let that stop us you know and so as I was um skateboarding even though there was a couple of times where I felt a little bit embarrassed because I was um like right in front of people and falling or or something like that and or like I couldn't get back on and it was yeah so it was like a little mess but um honestly I, I after a while I was like you know what I fell off okay and let me get back on that's it there's no ain't nothing to it but a chicken wing ain't nothing to it but a chicken wing all you got to do is get back on and keep trying and you never know your full potential until you try something you never know until you actually do it and so what if you mess up I think we live in this culture where people are just afraid to mess up because they look at so many other people who seem like they have it together who seem like they're perfect but all of us have something that's falling apart and that's just the reality of humanity all of us have some aspect of our lives that we can't control something that we don't know something that keeps us up at night something that makes us anxious we all struggle with that so why not just be vulnerable and open in community um but then again in order to be vulnerable and in order to be in community the only way you can have that is through Jesus you know that's the only way you can have unity amongst diversity that's the only way that you can have a sense of community with people who are super diverse from you but since everyone doesn't have Jesus I mean it doesn't it that's why we have those guards and that's why society tells us to put up those guards and act like we're perfect because we can never be vulnerable and walk in the light by bringing all of our hidden things into the light and we can never walk in true freedom because we have so much baggage that we're holding on to because we're not able to be vulnerable with other people we're not able to ask for help we're not able to ask for prayer um we're not able to share those type of things with people because society and the world just tells us no you got to be perfect and so you look at people on social media and on TV and just everybody who seems like they have it together but that's just the guard that they put up and i mean yeah yeah it's just crazy we always feel like we're in a performance like we can't let people see our real sides of us you know and um even for me like i am starting to recognize that like sometimes i am not as brave of a person i would like to be and i know that god has put inside of me this boldness and this confidence to be who he's called me to be 
But a lot of times I overlook that because I so often want to um, compromise certain things, not everything, but certain things I will compromise because I am trying to please other people or I want other people to like like me you know what I mean so I will like do certain things where I will now now as far as like the core values and stuff like that those are definitely not compromisable but there's a lot of times where I get stuck and muddled in this like tunnel focus kind of and I'm trying to receive the applause of man and I'm trying to get people's approval and validation um instead of recognizing that God has already validated me um yeah I forgot what that dude said in the song parabolic there's a song called parabolic by no big deal it's spelled like no big deal all no spaces like all lowercase and it's like dill like d-y-l because his name is like dylan or something like that um but yeah he has a song called parabolic and he's like i don't need to fake to make a couple dollars i get co- i get confirmation from the con he said i get Oh, I get validation from the conversation with my father or something like that. Um, I get validation. Yeah, he says something like that. He says, I get validation from the conversation with my father or something like that. Um, But that essentially, like, um, reemphasizes, like, what I'm talking about. Like, I always feel like I need to get people's approval and people to get on board with what I'm thinking and what I want and stuff like that. And... God is like, you don't need other people to do what I've called you to do, you know? And um, he he says that from a sense of needing their validation or their approval. Now, I feel like he did make us and wire us that we desire community. Oh my gosh, yo, that's so crazy. Okay, this is, this is what just popped in my mind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We were literally wired and created by God to have community. And... We see this in the Bible, right? We see this when Adam first made. God could have just made Adam and said, that's all I need. You know, like, that's it. And instead of doing that, he's, he literally wired us. He literally created us to desire intimacy and to desire community with other people. Through Eve, when he created Eve, through her, he created not only... um marriage and relationship but he also created friendship because Adam and Eve were super close and super vulnerable with each other to the point where their relationship extended beyond just um, physical needs of reproduction but it was also that um, spiritual need of like friendship and just intimacy and being able to um, just be vulnerable with each other and share with each other and then through Eve, God also gave us community, I mean, family, he also gave us family, um, because through Adam and Eve, they were able to create, you know, family, and Eve was the one who was birthing the babies and stuff like that, and then also, through Eve, God created community, because now we have this sense of community of, of families gathering together, different families, so all of the families of their offspring and their offspring's offspring and so on and so forth are able to gather in community and now we have different nations and different things and and so much diversity all because of what god created us and wired us 
through Adam and Eve, which that makes sense because through him, I mean, through through Eve um, and him creating Eve, he gave us relationship. He gave us friendship. He gave us intimacy with other people. He gave us <clears throat> family and he gave us community. And um, I mean, he could God could have done this literally anyway, like. We could try to create ways that God could have done this, but God could have God could come up with so many more ways that he could have achieved his goal. He could have said, I just want Adam and that's it. Or he could have just said like he could have done anything, but rather he took Eve and created her and wired us to literally desire intimacy with other people on Earth, because if God wanted it to be just us and him then he would have just had it, just us and him. And he wouldn't have created Eve. But he literally created her so that we could all have community because that's what he wanted. He wanted people to be, like, in community. That's so crazy. So then we take that innate desire, that innate um, longing that God put in us, that longing for people to be vulnerable with us for people to be genuine and real and authentic we take that desire for intimacy and not intimacy in the sense of like having sex but intimacy in the sense of being super close with each other like being one in spirit like a David and Jonathan type of relationship where they were so close they were closer than brothers that type of intimacy um I feel like we we take that and because of our sin it now became distorted. So now that longing for intimacy, that desire to be close to other people is now distorted into seeking their approval and distorted into seeking their validation above God. You know what I mean? So it's like no longer do we care about what God, how God has validated us and how God has approved us. Now we seek, because we seek that sense of belonging, we want to belong to with a certain group or we want to fit in or we want to, um, just be close with people. And because we have that desire to want to be close with people, um, to want to be intimate, that's the, that's the key word, to want to be intimate. We try to fit into, into certain groups or we try to do certain things and, and put on this persona or this mask or this, put up this guard so that people can see us as perfect. And so they won't have a reason to not want to be close to us. You know what I mean? And um, I find myself falling in that a lot. Like, I recognize that I'm a very social person. Like, I love to talk to people. I love to get to know people. I love calling out random people that I don't know and just talking to them. Like, that is the most fun thing to me in the entire world. But I also recognize that another thing that I struggle with is um, just kind of conforming to what other people think or what other people want because I desire to be close with people and it's like I can still be myself and I can still be an individual and uniquely who God created me to be um, while also still being in community because just because we're in community doesn't mean we're in conformity you know what I mean um, community does not mean we are all the same it means that God has created each of us differently and we all have different assets that we bring to the table. And so I just think that is like super cool, just super cool thought. Um, and yeah, wow, that's crazy. So literally sin has come and distorted everything. And it took what God created to be beautiful, which is 
intimacy, through friendship, through community, through family, that that tight knit, that closeness, that um, one in spirit, we're all unified through Christ, that feeling has now been changed and has now been altered and it's been destroyed by sin because of us choosing to go our own way and to do our own thing through selfish selfishness um and when you think about it like that's just wow that's so crazy like when you think about it like everyone has that desire everyone if you ask somebody what is their goal in life or like what um if you ask somebody like what their goal in life or something like that most people will say they want to have a family or they want to get married or something like that like those are we see those as such like um as such key pieces in everyone's life they everyone wants to belong to something everyone wants to have a sense of community where they feel like they can be a part of something everyone wants to um feel like what they have and what they're able to do their talents and their gifts is bringing something to the table and that's how it's meant to be that's that's how things should be but they're not because we we're not able to get to that place of being authentically ourselves because we're so busy focused on so focused on trying to be like other people or we're so focused on trying to be perfect that we end up not being ourselves god made us well god didn't make us flawed god made us the way he made us on purpose and even though sin causes us to be flawed god still uses those flaws that we brought upon ourselves through sin he still uses those flaws to make everything come together for our good that's what it says in romans 8:28 it says, for we know, I hope I quote this right. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> it says, for we know that in all things, God has worked together, worked all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So we're called according to his purpose, which is to be intimate with him um, and then to be intimate with others, right? To love him and to love others. And so we're called according to his purpose. Um, and, and everything that is in our life is going to work together for that good, for that purpose of us being um, satisfied and being content and then for him getting the glory. So it works for our good and for his glory. And yeah, I mean, I've I kind of lost my train of thought real quick. Um, where was I going with that? <laughs> It really be like that sometimes. Sometimes it just, so it just. I feel like every time this happens, I feel like, wow, I'm really getting older. Even though I'm only 18, but I'm really getting older. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to like make more noise, so to see if it'll like bring back the thought, but it's not happening. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. But oh, you know what I'm gonna say. I'm going to say this. This is what I'm going to say. I was <laughs> say it already, duh. Um, so I was reading in Acts chapter 1, verse 16. I just saw this like straight across from me. I was reading in Acts chapter 1, verse 16, and there was this word that they used. So Peter was basically standing up before um, this group of people. So this is after Jesus had ascended and um, everybody's all together in this upper room. 
and they're all praying together and they're all basically just coming together because they're all distraught and they're all like, well, what do we do now? You know what I mean? Jesus told us to wait for the Holy Spirit and we just need to pray together and we just need to stay together because like we don't know what's happening. And so then after a little while, uh, Peter, I love Peter so much. He's just such a character. Like he's just so bold. I desire to be, to to resemble some of the, the qualities of Peter because he's just such a bold, like courageous person. Um, but so he stands up right in front of the, all of the people. And he's like, he says, brothers and sisters. So this is when he's about to talk about how they're not going to dwell on Judas betraying Jesus anymore. Now they're going to go ahead and pick somebody else who is going to be part of the apostles. Right. So he stands up before all of these people. And it's, it's like, it's not like a huge auditorium, but it's like all of them in a room. So it's like a, a good group of people, um, like a good size. And he says to them, brothers and sisters. But when I look down at the actual, um, it's like there is, you know, they have those little letters in the Bible. And then you look down and the letters explain like what that is. So I look down and the actual Greek word that was used to um, address the group of people was not brothers and sisters, how we think of it um in like our american language but it actually refers to believers so it's this word adelphoi um which is a greek word i think it's greek yeah it's a greek word for brothers and sisters and it refers to the believers both men and the women as a part of god's family and i think that was like such a cool um like thing that i saw in there that we are all a part of God's family. And that's why he created us to long for that intimacy and long for that community and that family, because that's, he wants us to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's like, he wants us to desire to be a part of his family because he is like our father. Right. And so he desires for us to be, wanting to be a part of his family and loving those who are also a part of his family and I just think that's such a cool like such a cool thought but yeah um I guess I have one more wow that was already 30 minutes wow 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 uh but yeah I just I feel like a lot of times I don't um fully step into who I am because I'm too afraid of failing, too afraid of not being good enough, too afraid of not being um, what other people expect me to be or what I expect myself to be. A lot of times people don't even really hold me to that high of expectations. Like they, they don't really have many expectations for me, but I have all of these expectations for myself and I expect that I can do this and I can do that and, and all of this stuff. And I hold myself to such a high standard, the almost like unrealistic in a sense. Like I have all these unrealistic expectations for myself sometimes. And it's like, who told you <laughs> that you had to be that or that you had to do that? Nobody, but I told myself that I had to do that because I had these expectations that I needed to be perfect and it's like no and so I'm just learning that like I 
I am going to be who I'm going to be. The only person I can be is me. That's it. Like, I can't be anybody else. I can only be me. And I can only be who God created me to be. And that, in and of itself, learning who God created me to be um, takes time, first of all. It takes patience. Um, And it also takes persistence. And I have to just continually go back to him continually talk to him and try to learn from him who I am and I feel like so okay so today I called my parents I was literally about to like just give up on everything I was literally about to like break down because this morning I got up and I was not feeling good at all like I just my like chest was hurting and it's like I'm not like sick but you know how you could just feel that beginning miss of being sick like you can feel your chest getting a little bit heavier and then you can feel your throat getting a little bit groggy and you're like uh, like I'm not sick but I know that something's coming that's how I was feeling and then I was just feeling incredibly lethargic and I was like oh my gosh like and I I hadn't been feeling like this at all when I went back home and then when I got back to school and I got back in my dorm I was like and all of a sudden I started feeling bad and then also um, I was also feeling like, um, kind of also just very anxious because, you know, when my, um, when my friend who I was hanging out with last week told me that her roommate got COVID and this was, I, I, I was with her on Wednesday. I was with my friend on Wednesday and then that same Friday or Saturday, I think it was. She tells me that her roommate had COVID. That scared the living daylights out of me because that was the same weekend that I went home. And I was like, I literally could have brought that home to my family. Like that was the last thing that I wanted to happen. And it almost happened. And I was just praying so much. And I was so scared because I was like, I could be the reason why they're on their deathbed. You know what I mean? Like, that's just such a, a scary thought to me. And I realized that I was putting... Um, I was putting my desire to conform to other people over my family. And my family is my priority. Like, literally, I'm like, nothing comes before my family. And yet, I was letting people who are temporary in my life kind of convince me that I shouldn't. And it's not like they were saying, oh, don't wear a mask. But it was kind of like me doing it because we all just have this natural desire to fit in and so whatever everyone else is doing that's kind of what we do so if everybody else isn't wearing a mask then I'm not gonna wear a mask or if everybody else is you know going this way then I should go that way because they probably know what they're doing when a lot of the times we all don't really know what we're doing and so I like have to remember that I have to do what's best for me and I have to do what's best for my family and like be okay with being myself and knowing that and not falling into the trap of wanting to be liked by other people or just doing what everybody else is doing. And so, yeah, I just, that really scared me. And so I was telling my parents about that today and just kind of venting about how, uh, well, not really venting because I was asking for prayer. So it's not like I was just complaining, sitting up there, just talking all day about it. But I was asking them, I was like, will you guys pray with me and help me um, understand whether or not um it's a good decision to go back home like if that's you know what God wants for me and so they were just talking to me 
And my dad was just reminding me of so many. He was just hitting me on the nail today. Like he just one thing after the next. He was just like saying all of these like wonderful pieces of advice. And I was like, that is how it feels when we talk to God. Like when we talk to God, because he's our father, he when we come to him and we talk to him and we say, God, listen, I need your help. He's like, here, bam, this is what I'm going to, this is the advice I'm going to give you. And so because I went to my parents and I went to my mom and to my dad um, and I was asking them to help me, I was vulnerable with them and I didn't have that guard up of, oh, I know what I'm doing and I don't really need any help, even though I'm struggling. I, I had that guard up. I, I, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. And so I allowed myself to be vulnerable with them. And I allowed myself to say, hey, listen, I need your help. I need you guys to pray for me because I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know if this is a good decision to still be here. I don't know if it's a good decision to not be here. And I was like, we don't have to make a decision today, but I do think we need to pray. And so we prayed about it and they were just giving me advice. And my dad was just reminding me of just things that I knew but I needed to be reminded of. And he was even telling me some things that I like didn't even know. And I feel like sometimes we get in this position of thinking that we know it all. And it's like we're too busy trying to know it all or trying to act like we know it all that we're not able to receive help from other people. And that's the importance of community. That's the importance of family is to receive help from other people. Um, and so, yeah, he was just reminding me of things like you know it's important to study but make sure that you are also doing stuff for fun and that was something that I I thought I was doing like bible study is fun but at the end of the day it's still studying so it's kind of also studying so doing like random things random fun things getting new experiences stuff that you've never done before um even though everything's virtual still you know trying to do different things um and then he also reminded me that, um, I, in a sense, he was reminding me that I'm my own individual and that, you know, even though other people may not be wearing a mask, like it's still cool to hang out with them, but even though other people may not be wearing a mask, that doesn't mean that I don't have to wear a mask. Like I can still do that. And he said something so powerful to me. He was like, if you, he was like, do what you need to do. And so by you wearing a mask, and protecting yourself and protecting your family. If people don't respect that, then they are not meant to be with you. Like they're not meant to be in a in relationship with you as friends or as more. And I was like, wow, that's really powerful when you think about it. Like that kind of just weeds it out. Like it makes it immediately like, okay, well they weren't for me anyway. You know what I mean? If they're not able to respect that, you are trying to be safe and stuff like that then like then and they're okay with pushing that boundary or they try to make you conform to what they're doing then maybe they're not their friends for you you know what I mean and so I just thought that was so powerful I thought that was so um like a really cool thought that like if people aren't willing to um do something because I value it then maybe that's not the person I need to be hanging out with or the people I need to be hanging out with hold on I'm gonna take a drink of my coffee <clears throat> but yeah it was just such a powerful moment I was like wow this is great you know this is wonderful 
And I think that's the reason, that's the exact reason why God gave us family and gave us community. He gave us each other because he knows that when we humble ourselves, first of all, when we humble ourselves and then when we become vulnerable to other people and we ask them for advice or we ask them for help, those who are close to us, um, we're able to receive just this empowerment that is like no other like I literally was feeling like trash this morning and then I talked to my parents and I just feel so exuberant now like I'm just I feel so ready to take on the world you know and it's like so crazy when you think about it but that's what God intended to happen like he didn't intend for us to do life alone I got cut out because my dad called me but he didn't intend for us to do life alone and that's why I love new life because that's their phrase is don't do life alone but anywho I'm going to go ahead and um stop this podcast for today but this has been field notes uh day one uh learning about community and individuality and I'll probably make another one discussing like what these field notes are but yeah anywho that's it for today